Hey folks, if you've been tuning in over the last couple months, you've heard all about the GameTime app and how it can save you some serious cash on last-minute tickets to sports, concerts, and all types of shows. But now there's more. Do you like inexpensive tickets? Yeah. Panoramic views from your seat? Oh yeah. Pulling the trigger with only two taps? Yes. What about saving money? Yes. Well, you're in luck. Game Time is now hooking you up for the holidays with $10 credit. Here's what to do. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store. Click on the My Ticket section of the app. Create an account and under the billing section, redeem code NODUNKS. That's NODUNKS, all one word, for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money! Credit is available to the first thousand people who redeem the code, and it expires at the end of the year on December 31st. So make moves quick and score last-minute tickets. Stop kids to be up. Santa can't be down. To give you presents every single year. Hey! Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. Monday, December 16th, I'm Jay Skeets, alongside me as always, Tess Millis. Hey, everybody. We got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Ayo. Ayo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Mm, Lily and last, but not least, making the magic happen, JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Thanks for downloading us. Thanks for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at No Dunks Inc., Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nodunksinc. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. Email us your NBA questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com. We'll be stepping on the beach a day earlier this week, so you got to get that fire in ASAP. Get your emails and questions in now, nodunks at theathletic.com. And I mentioned this on Friday's podcast, guys. Don't forget to get in on the No Dunks Dunk Contest. Yes, we want you to send us your best, your craziest, your most creative dunks. Our 20 favorites that we see out there, they're going to win $500, courtesy of Cash App. And by the way, we're using the term dunk very loosely. It can be on a can be on a standard rim if you're Vince Carter. Sure. A lowered rim. Could be on a Nerf neck. Could be on a garbage can. It could be on anything and on anyone. Here's how you officially enter. You must submit your dunk from a public Twitter or Instagram account and include your Cash App cash tag. You have to tag both at Cash App and at No Dunks Inc. and use the hashtag No Dunks Contest. You must be following us at No Dunks Inc. on Twitter or Instagram to be qualified. And you have to be a resident of the USA and at least 18 years old. All right. Those, okay. Those are the rules, but get those dunks in. I know some were coming in over the weekend. Great start. Got a few days left because we'll be announcing those 20 winners this Thursday. December 19th. All Somebody right. please dunk on your grandma. That's all we're asking. Yeah, dunk yes. on your grandma. <laughs> yes, but just don't hurt her. All right. Winners and losers of the NBA weekend. We'll tackle a whole lot here from the association. Let's start with the winners. Tass, who you got first? As we used to say on the starters, let's get into it. The Derrick Rose renaissance, it continues, baby. He's on his way to a sixth man of the year trophy. Hmm. And even if he doesn't get there, I think the narrative has changed enough around Derrick Rose uh, that he's, he's starting to feel a little bit like Vince Carter, where he reached his peak, fell off big time, and then sort of found his way as a sixth man on the road Saturday in Houston. 
D. Rose had 10 of his 20 points in the fourth quarter. He's becoming their fourth quarter assassin. They win the game. Blake Griffin was also out of that game in the second half because of a left knee injury, that same knee that he had surgery on in the spring. So that, I think, bodes well a little bit for the uh, the Derrick Rose narrative. If they continue to win games in the fourth quarter, as Derrick Rose has been doing for that team, I think he's got a little bit of a Vince Carter vibe. And we talked about him potentially getting into the Hall of Fame a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago on Beach Steppin'. Some scoffed. Totally understandable. He's not quite close. But if he really turns that narrative around, as he started to last year with a really good season in Minnesota as a sixth man, now he's doing it with the Detroit Pistons as their closer. Uh, this, I think this bodes well. Again, he's young enough. If he gets that right mentality like Vince Carter did, basically saying, you know what, I'm going to play as he's playing 24 minutes a game, most of those in the fourth quarter or a lot of those in the fourth yeah. quarter. And you're, if he's just awesome in that quarter, then the, the narrative changes big time and who the heck knows about his Hall of Fame chances. But I think a six-man-of-the-year trophy is a legit. He's got a legitimate shot at it. Yeah. I mean, if he plays like, uh, I don't know, Lou Williams light here for four or five seasons where he becomes this closer in that six-man role, yeah, okay, maybe. Maybe he uh, has a better case to get into the Hall of Fame. I'm skeptical that it happens, but I'm very happy to see him sort of flourishing in this role. I mean, he did this at times for the Wolves. Mm. Uh, last season, but you know, yeah, so far so good with, with the. He had fifty. Was that off? The, I don't know if that was off the bench or whatever for the Wolves last season, but uh, it showed that he can still score and he's still uh, because the big problem with him is health and his knees and his ankles and whether or not they can play for another five years. I think another problem is just attitude. I mean, it's it's hard for a guy to go from MVP to oh. hey, I'm a six man. It's mm. just it's just hard. It's funny <laughs> because it, let's say you reverse his career and say he started off with all these injuries and he bounced around a few teams and then all of a sudden he got healthy and then all of a sudden he became an MVP. You would think he's probably forcing his way into the Hall of Fame that so way. So you're saying sure. you're saying yeah. flip his career. Yeah, yeah. yeah if if he if he sort of ended the way he started, you know, that would probably strengthen his case because we go, well, this oh, guy we yeah. thought he was yeah. finished, but he's <laughs> he's come out of nowhere to win MVP. Um, but I, I, <laughs> that I would also, be an amazing story. Yeah, yeah, I'm also still you know skeptical. It, like it's it's you know he's performing well, no doubt. But I think as well being on the Pistons and a team that may or may not even make the playoffs, that's also going to just affect him. It's, people are just going to kind of forget about this season. If he wins six man and he's certainly in the running, it helps. But he has to do a whole lot more and. Um, you know, you mentioned, mentioned Vince Carter. I still think it's more like a Dwight Howard. He needs to really rehabilitate himself and then be in a, on a team where he can actually win a championship. I thought it was funny that after the win, he said he wanted to be like Kobe and play for a long time and never change his game, which he hasn't. He plays the exact same as he does because you saw some of the highlight mixes called it Vintage Derrick Rose. And I was watching. I was like, I don't know if this is Vintage Derrick Rose. He's doing pull-up jumpers all the time down the clutch. But he was making them. And then I started thinking, oh, yeah, when he was with the Bulls, he took way too many jumpers. I was like, go to the rim every time. But now that he's a little bit older, a little bit wiser, has been healthy for a few seasons. He's been able to work on his jumper. I remember him telling 3D a while ago that he finally doesn't have to rehab in the summer so he can actually work on his game. It's paying off. Uh, The six-man role is good for him. He gets to do everything he wants uh, when he has the ball. He doesn't really need to worry about getting guys involved, though he does. Uh, so, yeah, um, moving into the six-man role has been good for Derrick Rose and has been good for the Pistons. He's He's been maybe their best player so far this season. I mean, Drummond is putting up big-time stats. Blake is their best guy, but he hasn't looked right throughout this season. Rose has won them quite a few games. Yeah, and if Blake continues to be injured as he was the second half, that game had to sit out with that knee injury as I slipped in there, the one that he had surgery on, that's scary for them, and Derrick Rose will have all the opportunity in the world. But, yeah, they have to win games for him to really, really rehabilitate his image. But against the Rockets, 
there's a whole lot of space out there with that defense. They're just letting him do whatever he wants, but he was uh, doing it well. One of my winners of the weekend, LeBron James. LeBron maybe had the perfect weekend when you think about it. Friday, his Lakers go into Miami, and they pulled out a very competitive 113-110 win. LeBron, okay, classic, 28-12-9. He hit four threes in that one. He was plus nine, and again, a very close game. All right, that's on Friday. On Saturday, Dad LeBron, he got to go see his son, Bronny, make his Ohio debut. He watched him hit the go-ahead shot in his team's win over LeBron's old St. Vincent, St. Mary Irish. So he's cheering on that squad. All right, so he's got a win. Then he's Dad LeBron seeing his son ball out, and he wins. And then on Sunday, LeBron here in Atlanta, he wasn't done. He posted a cool 32-13-7, another four made threes. He's a plus 10 in, again, a close game as the Hawks uh, made it competitive but lost by five. So the Lakers win 101-96. This would have been a 20-point blow, blowout if the Lakers could have hit a three. LeBron mm. was the only one that could hit a three in this game for the Lakers. Um, but still, the LeBron highlights in this Sunday game, too. I was down there at the Fortress, so was Trey. I mean, he had he had the double clutch, sort of like pump dunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the spin in the slam. He had the dropping the bounce pass between the legs to Dwight, who was trailing, who hammered it home. And he hit bomb threes, Couple the ones he were hitting from the logo. Ones. And he had the fake block on Rondo after Rondo did the Rondo <laughs> fake pass behind the back and then laid it in. And LeBron did what you don't see often. Um fake blocked his own teammate Mm. (laughs) so they were having fun and uh, again that's like the perfect weekend he got two wins and he saw Bronny jr hit the 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 game winning bucket off a great steal going the other way it had load management written all over this game too he was listed as questionable yeah with an elbow it's like "Mm, he's going to see his son he's there playing the hawks (laughs) this is a game lebron can just sort of take off 100 well he kind of did i i didn't think lebron (laughs) was playing super hard for this game nobody on the lakers was they were going for highlights it was paying off and he still ends up with 32 and 13 and 7 uh laura messaged me during the game she's like how's the game i'm like it's fine i've got two pictures of lebron dunking already and it was like the second quarter because he was out there especially in the second quarter trying to put his stamp on the game and getting to a highlight mix, and it was it was fun to watch. Uh, I mean, the guy had the fortress crowd eating out of his the palm of his hand. There were a lot of Lakers fans yeah. there, but it made for a fun watch. It was. And then after the game, I mean, you thought that he may not play in this. You're right, Lee. Uh, he, re- he reiterated he ain't going to be sitting games mm. when he's healthy. This is what he said. He says he has an obligation to teammates and the fans that obviously – you know, pay good money to come watch him play. Uh, you know, he went on about it. But that's basically what he was saying. You know, who knows how many games I have left. Uh, I don't know how many kids that may show up to a game that are there to come see me play. What happens if I sit out and all that? He is, says he is he is going to be playing mm. here when healthy. And, I mean, so far he hasn't missed a game. Yeah, and, and he mentioned earlier this season that he wants to play all 82. So whether or not he will do that come closer to playoff time. Well, he did say what, uh, once they've clinched and, yeah. you know, they can't get any better or worse, let's say, when it comes to standings or seedings, whatever, then, yeah, then, okay, he may then take he's going to take a couple yeah. of those off. But until but, then, he says no. Yeah, that, that was a great performance. And, and the Hawks felt like it was probably a little closer than it was but that's fine you know that's well they uh, had a great look to tie the game up yeah. Vince Carter <laughs> driving inside LeBron actually that was the, the one blemish on his sort of perfect weekend LeBron got caught you know whether he was going to challenge Vince at the rim yeah like the Hawks are down three there's like what's how many seconds I don't know like 12 seconds something like something that in like the that, game yeah. so they need a three but they could do the old take the quick two you could still play the fouling game Hawks did have a timeout too so they could have then advanced it. Uh, but LeBron sort of caught there. He doesn't go enough at Vince. Vince could have laid it up, but he's like, well, 
There's a guy wide open in the corner. Unfortunately for the Hawks, it was Cam Reddish, mm. who can't hit a corner three mm-hmm. to save his life. Mm. Uh, had a good look at it because LeBron wasn't near him, and he missed and then uh, Danny Green hit some free throws. That play was very funny, uh, the way Vince went in, because everybody overplayed the three-point line, as you should. So Vince had a pretty clear path to the basket, and he was, like, walking down the lane. Yeah. Like, is somebody going to come? Is somebody going to come? It probably took about three seconds to go from the three-point line to the hoop. LeBron finally was like, I guess. I guess sort I'll go. Sort of moved over. So he kind of came over, whipped it to the corner, and, yeah, reddish missed. Not even the worst miss of a corner three, mm-hmm. though, down the stretch for the Hawks. Jabari Parker had another one from the other corner. Shot at about 30 feet from the corner. That was a nasty oh, air ball. The crowd, like, literally moaned. Oh, 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 oh. Everyone was like, whoa, yeah. that Vince, was long. Uh, sad, sad to say, Vince had a couple of moments in this game where I thought he looked For 43. Sure. Definitely did. <laughs> a couple of times it was just like, ooh, ooh, yeah. It's starting to catch up with him a little sure. bit. Sure. <laughs> he knows that. Yeah, yeah, he's only 42. He's only 42. Ah, 42, yeah. It's yeah. his 40th He's coming January, season. I think. 43rd yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. 43rd birthday. <laughs> my God, which is nuts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cameron's missed that three. Trey Young, nice l- hug for him afterwards, trying to console yeah. him a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not going to win a lot of games right now if you can't hit shots. The Lakers took this game off, and they still won it. And you, you talked about load management skates. Maybe, they sh- maybe LeBron will not miss a game this year. That's why that the whole talk about him sitting out games at home or players sitting out games at home is a good idea. So the road team doesn't see them, you know, gets to see them, I should say, yep. and, and all the all the road fans. LeBron sit at home against the Lakers. Just like, uh, you know, Giannis did sit out a game last week. That was load management. It wasn't a quad 100%. injury. Uh, chill out at home. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, one, one comment about the, uh, the ultimate disrespect that going to fake – a block on your own teammate's yeah. shot—that yeah. is that the—that is the ultimate disrespect. I mean, that is hilarious. I don't know. That I saw LeBron stuff. spin a ball on the three-point line, stare down a guy, <laughs> and then drill a three right in his face during the playoffs. That was pretty nasty too. <laughs> uh, LeBron. Too. The ultimate disrespect, though, was Kevin Herter on uh, the jumbotron last night. He did the Peachtree ATL rap bracket at one point. He picked Rich the Kid over Outcast, and the crowd booed wow. him. Yeah, they was... put like a growling face emoji up on there. Uh, a suspect pick from Kevin Herter, though. I mean, but they had Kevin Herter literally pick like a 64 person yeah. rap bracket in a inc- minute. It was pretty it's crazy. Incredible. They got through it. It's uh, like it's like Kevin Durant talking about the Knicks. The Knicks haven't been cool in a long time. That's right. Outcast hasn't been together for a long time. It's that's a great point. It's understandable for for Mr. Herter's a kid. It's understandable. When, Herder the kid. Uh, when LeBron did that fake block mm. on Rondo's layup attempt, like, I was, you know, we were all up there going, "What did we? What just happened there?" Like, everyone was trying to like clarify, like, he did just sort of playfully fake block that, right? Like, yeah. what happened? What like happened? He was in practice. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, the great um, Twitter account and, and Instagram account Dunk Comp. Mm-hmm. I know you got the sticker there on your computer, Lee. Uh, they had uh, an old clip of Vince Carter yeah. sort of doing something similar back when he was with the Nets. Because I couldn't remember we're sitting up in the game going, I can't remember ever seeing that. But it has What's happened that? before. Somewhat similar. Vince, I think I think he thinks he's getting like the alley-oop on the, the 2 on 0 break when he was back in the Nets. So he sort of just playfully... His is like, like a fake alley-oop almost. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. Funny. yeah. where LeBron's is uh, more of the fake block. Um, uh, it was an entertaining game. Again, it was almost, I was almost happy the Lakers couldn't hit a three, so it was very close. And, uh, yeah, Cam Reddish. Yeah, Cam Reddish had a rough game. Uh, nice. I'm not going to lie. He yeah. some pretty brutal turnovers. They're, oh. they're just living with it right now. They're yeah. like, if we're going to be good in the future – 
our young guys are going to have yeah, to perform. Gotta so I've got to take this. some lumps. That, that's exactly right. Uh, All right. I so. Well, just one thing quickly, because you mentioned LeBron went back on Saturday to see his son, Bronny Jr., yeah. play. Uh, I thought, Ohio. fantastic father-son moment there. And I cannot believe on Twitter people were slagging LeBron off as if as if he was like trying to crash his son's moment there. Father there supporting so his is son. So is that what the backlash is? Yeah. Like, I mean, LeBron just cannot do too hard. anything. Without some people feeling like, um, like if people hate him, that's what that's what they do. Because for me, for him to make that effort to go and see his son, I thought was special. Because he talked about, it, he said, "I miss uh, my daughter going to gymnastics. Yeah. I miss my other kids, you know, birthday parts and things like that." So if his schedule allows him to go there and cheer on his son, good on him, LeBron, Father of the Year stuff right there. I, I just, I know Twitter, like you can say anything on yeah. Twitter. Hold on, relax. Father of the Year to go for well, going okay, to his maybe not Father of the Year, basketball but, but, game. but he <laughs> missed his daughter's gymnastics. Yeah, but listen, he's there, <laughs> the he's there supporting the his father, uh, <laughs> supporting his son. I just can't believe anyone would see any negative aspect of what he's doing there. I think yeah, uh, that's I, I just guess, ridiculous. I guess it's sort of a snowball from other games where he cheers too hard, as Trey said earlier. Like he, he's the camera's on him, and uh, it's just LeBron haters. That's what it is. Yeah, well, I'd like to see where all these people are. Like, oh, these guys are soft. They're always taking games off. They never want to play anymore. Oh, load management, blah blah blah. And then here comes LeBron's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play basically every game. Well, so where are all the champions for, for him? Shouldn't you be, like, in his corner? Like, yeah, LeBron's right. That's awesome. No, I'm, pr- I'm pretty not. sure. If you're a hater, you're a hater. It doesn't matter. He's going to take a few games off later. Oh, he will. Well, <laughs> he should. Here, here is the funny thing. The Lakers have an unbelievable record, no doubt. Mm-hmm. They are squeaking out a lot of these wins. Now, yes, I do agree they were, like, playing half-ass yesterday on Sunday against the Hawks. They definitely were. Oh, but they, they do that from time to time, for sure. Right, right. But they uh, a lot of these are close. I mean, they just... They Jimmy Butler had a chance on Friday, them, right? There's yeah. another one. There's been a couple other instances, um, but they're 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 still you know racking up the wins, of course, and still trying to keep that separation between uh, I guess the Clippers sort of in second place there. I think they're are they like four and a half games up? Very very early, of yeah. course. Here still, they're but four and a half games up, getting those dubs. And their point differential is the same as basically the same as the third place Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Okay. Speaking to how close they are, just squeaking games out. They do take off two and a half quarters. And then you know when the game gets close, they say, "Okay, we gotta freaking do this. Let's go. Let's go do it." You slept it in there, Skeets. I thought it was hilarious. People calling Bronny James, LeBron's son, his first game in Ohio, his Ohio debut. Yeah, it's so funny. Just so funny that it's. <laughs> How it's does tra- high school basketball work that California is playing Ohio in a game? Now they're, they're, I think uh, his team, Sierra Cannon, is has like is on like a four state tour right now. Like, they go mm. everywhere. They're very famous. Yeah. I mean, Bronny is coming off the bench, and he's LeBron James's son. That's yeah. how many good players they have. They're so, eight, uh, no. <laughs> that's yeah. right. They are. Per- they have, like, ten more games on ESPN, I think. Mm-hmm. They have more games on ESPN than several NBA teams. Mm. I, I mean, I, I look, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't watch a single second of the game. I saw the highlight. I saw the nice steal, nice deflection by Bronny Jr. Nice finish, nice little layup going the other way. But I'm not watching a goddamn high school basketball game. I'm just never going to do it. <laughs> did you watch LeBron when he when his high school games were no, on? No, I didn't. Uh, I, def- I did. I definitely for sure. didn't. And but it was, that's it was when a- I was like my age, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure I could have back up in Canada at that yeah. time watching. <laughs> we definitely didn't get ESPN. It I cost- don't think it was on like TSN or something. Like- I, I don't think. It I was. don't. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It cost thirty-seven thousand dollars in tuition for the high schoolers to attend that school. Wow. Yeah, it's like this is um, isn't like the Jenners wow. go there and like it's a. Uh, 
The rosters include the sons of former NBA players Scottie Pippen, Kenyon Martin, Marvin Bagley played there, Kendall and Kylie there Jenner. There times. Drake has been to games as a fan. <laughs> <laughs> what an article. Zaire Wade is his, uh, yeah. his a teammate, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Amazing. All right, let's keep it going here. Uh, who do you got for winner of the weekend, Trey? I think this is a perfect place for them to come up. The Milwaukee Bucks have won 18 straight <laughs> games now. No one cares. Nobody cares at all. They beat the Grizzlies and Cavs on Friday and Saturday. Not great team, so yeah. fair enough. Not caring about that. But the thing that made me care a little bit about this was being at the Hawks game, talking to people, saying people cared more about the Hawks winning 19 straight games back in 14-15. This Bucks team, I guess because it is stretched over the course of a month from November 8th until now, it's not as impressive. Otherwise, why are this, this team not winning player of the week or player of the month for their entire team? There's 11 teams ever have won 18 straight games. Wow. And they're one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're saying they have you're the saying MVP. if they didn't I think their last loss on like November 8th, right? Yeah. So you're saying if that was all jammed into the month of November, like if they hey, had, we got an undefeated month. Yeah, Look at that. Right, right. That is funny. Uh <laughs> but like they have the reigning MVP. Yeah. Giannis yeah. is at the very least one of the top three MVP candidates right now. It's not like the Bucks have a long track record of success no. that this is totally uh, something we should be used to. It's, it's not, no, the, it's not heat. the Warriors of like exactly like or the Heat when they won 27 games, and even then it was like, well, yeah, you should win 27 games. You have the best team, right? This is a, a still a fresh team. I think a team that people are could get uh, something new to watch. But you know, 18 straight wins is flying under the radar. This is coming in third on our winners of the weekend. And they're hammering teams. Yeah, they're killing yeah. teams. Find them on ESPN too. You can't. You can't find it. They, they never make the little yeah, news. Sierra tabs. Canyon's always on. Exactly. Uh, it, it's so true, though. This is, I guess, good in some ways for uh, the Bucks and Mike Budenholzer that like they're sort of flying under the radar. Sure. I guess if you want to take a positive out of it. But yes, uh, if you're a Bucks fan and you what you expect to get the same treatment that the Warriors got when they were on their rise, uh, you'd be very upset because this is just being swept under the rug. Um, but we'll find out. Don't, I think don't worry. If they stay undefeated and the Lakers keep rolling and yeah. we have that clash uh, this coming Thursday, that will get some eyeballs. That yeah. one's on TNT, i got to assume, right? Given, given the TNT, fact yeah. that uh, the Mavericks play the Bucks likely without Luka Doncic, yeah. you know, they're going to continue their winning streak, you would think, going into that Lakers game, which is what you want. Yeah, people think the Bucks are boring. Well, that's, that is what it comes down to. People think that they are sort of the new age Spurs. They're just not sexy enough which is it's crazy but it also combined the fact that there are other things to talk about in the league they are uh nobody cares it's true they are to me they are the new age spurs i don't know if anyone's going to talk about them even if they win a championship they'll just be that team that does good the uh one sort of bad news for the bucks this weekend though was the eric bledsoe Mm. injury looks like he's going to be out a couple weeks with the the leg uh, I guess fracture is what they're calling mm-hmm. it, inversion or something like that. So, uh, yeah, that hurts, but George Hill has played well. Dante DiVincenzo he, was good. He's played well. I mean, they, He's the new spicy one. Yeah. <laughs> 15 points, four assists, three steals. He was active. I mean, they've got a couple of guys that they can throw into Bledsoe's spot for a couple of weeks, which shouldn't a broken leg take a little longer <laughs> than two weeks a, to heal? Like it must be a very minor fracture. Yeah, that, that, they ran into each other, I think, didn't they, on that I play where so. he did it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, weird. And you got like Giannis is basically your point guard anyway. I mean, yeah, Middleton yeah, can yeah. sort of handle the ball if they need to, too. Yeah, uh, so. they'll be fine. It looks like Dante DiVincenzo uh, took on the Giannis Atetokounmpo workout plan. Like he mm. is, he's got bigger from year one to year two. He, he mm. looks tick. And even uh, you know the fact that Chris Middleton was out earlier this season, they didn't skip a beat. They're yep. not going to skip a beat. No chance. They're too good. Uh, Lee, winner of the weekend. 
team that we are probably not going to talk a whole lot about this season, but in the next couple of years we might, is the Memphis Grizzlies. They went 1-1 one and one over the weekend. You mentioned already they lost to the Bucks at home. But overlooking that game, Jaron Jackson, 9 for 15 from downtown. Oh, man. 43 points in a loss, of course. But, uh, you know, when you watch the Grizzlies, I've noticed he's been taking a few more threes this year. He's shooting 40% on six attempts a game. That's pretty good because that's not a pretty shot. That yeah, is, it is got a weird shot, but it goes a, in. It works. It works. Funky release. And he feels confident. Like, he steps into it shooting you like, eee. Um Now, he's 6'11". He's a power forward. He only gets four rebounds a game. That's that's a bit of a concern there for your, for your power forward. You want him, and he hasn't improved that from year one to year two. So, it's great the three-point is, is working there. But if you're that big and that athletic, you'd like to see him at least doubling his rebound count there. So, he's got something to work on there. Jay Morant, we know he's good. He sat out again. <laughs> oh my God. What? Say it again. Ja, what did I say, Jay? You said Jay. Ja, ja Morant. You said Jay, but yeah. We know, we know he's you gotta, good, but... but you got to put in your notes as J-A-H. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We know he's good, but he sat out again for rest this week because, again, he throws his body into everything. Uh, Brandon Clark, the Canadian off the bench. I was going to say, when are we going to start singing Oh Canada? Here? Yeah. Well, it well, wasn't just... It, exactly. it was, that wasn't the only I know. Canadian. Let me finish. Let yeah, me finish. Man. Brandon Clark had a great game, 25-4 and four off the bench in Saturday's game, uh, win over the uh, Washington Wizards, and also Dylan Brooks. Don't call me Marshawn. He's been fantastic uh, for the Grizzlies this year. So, again, they're not totally out of the playoff race this no. early. They can, if they can string a couple together, they could be in that race for eighth or seventh because there's a couple of teams, Phoenix and Memphis, who, you know, I'm not sure if they can hang on to their spots there. But if you look at what this Memphis Grizzlies roster is right now, I think that's that there's a lot of hope and a lot of optimism there. A lot of, of nice-looking pieces. Exactly. I agree with you there. They and think they got, like, another steal of the draft in, in Brandon Clark yep. for sure. And like you said, Jaw, and then... Brooks is a shooter and gives you some defense, and then Jaron Jackson Jr. can catch fire. There's pieces. So that, He's that, just got to stop fouling. Yeah. His fouls have gone up, which is why his minutes have not gone up very much. That's his – his biggest weakness is that guy just hacks people. So when he's able to stay on the court, he's awesome. People compare him to Tim Duncan, to Kevin Garnett. Maybe he ends up a little bit more like Al Horford because he seems to be a team-first guy. You're talking oh. about Clark right now. No, I'm talking oh. I'm talking about Jackson, uh, Jaron Jackson yeah. Jr. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. He's an impressive talent for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, like I say, 47% on twos and then 40% on threes. Like, he's <laughs> – hey, man, it works, so go for it. But uh, – yeah, you've got, you got to feel that if things develop here in Memphis, they're going to be a decent team in a couple of years' time. Yeah, yeah the only real headlines the Bucks were making this weekend was during that Grizzlies game where Yanis Tedekumpo was sitting on the bench and Jaron Jackson Jr. was going off and he said, uh, i got to go guard this guy. i got to go do something. And, and the fact that he went at Bruno Caboclo in this game. Yeah. that he had Revenge. A, he had this game circled on <laughs> yeah. his calendar. That was, a, that was an article on The Athletic that – he had, Giannis had this game circled on his calendar because Bruno Caboclo talked a little junk to him in the World Cup this summer when Greece played Brazil, and he dunked on his head, and he said, dunked on your head in this game. Um, he yelled at him, and he had 37. The people who get Giannis angry, Mike Dunleavy Jr. and Bruno <laughs> Caboclo. <laughs> that's, some, uh, that's some, like... Jordan level sort yeah. of pettiness, oh, like definitely. You know, memory. Kobe. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, it's not that crazy, man. But yeah. he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him, man. <laughs> it's like, you all got, right, that's why you're amazing. Got the tech for it, two thousand dollar fine. He said, oh, I'm a new dad. That's gonna be four months worth of diapers. So now he's gonna have to dunk on Bruno Caboclo again. He just cost my kid diapers. <laughs> amazing. All right, a couple, a uh, couple more winners. Who you got, Tess? Uh, squeeze in DeMar DeRozan here because we talked about him on Thursday when he was playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. 14 seconds left, Spurs up three, DeMar at the line with a chance to ice it. Clank, clank, he missed both. Cavs went on to win that game in overtime. Saturday in Mexico City versus the Suns. 
Looking like it could be the same thing. He had an incredible and one shot to tie the game. Seven seconds left in OT. Free throw to put the Spurs ahead and probably seal it. He missed it, but the Spurs fought for it. Ball went out of bounds. They retained it, and Patty Mills hit a game winner. So DeMar escapes the criticism of missing a lot of free throws and costing the, the Spurs another victory because Patty Mills made up for it. Or else we probably would have been talking about him in, in a future segment of this show called Losers. <laughs> uh, so good for him. The Spurs, four overtime games in a row has mm. never yeah. happened in NBA history. That free throw he missed, though, was like the other two that he missed. And yeah. It just leaves him short. It's crazy. Yeah. Short. yeah. It's in his head. And then Patty saved his backside. He, he Good def- on you, Patty. Beautiful did. shot. Hey, they got some pretty entertaining games down there in Mexico yeah. City. Uh, both of those games. It was the Mavs-Pistons, right? Uh, yep. A couple days earlier. And then that one between the Spurs and the Suns going mm-hmm. to overtime. Great games. Uh, I'd like to give a little mini winner of the weekend to the Denver Nuggets. All right? They picked up back-to-back wins, improved to 17-8 and eight overall. Tied for third in the West. The Nuggets are, I know. Uh, defeated OKC on Saturday, 110-102. Then they beat the Knicks on Sunday by six. Jokic, though, the Joker, he's breaking out a little bit out of that little mini slump that he had going. He had a huge game versus OKC, 28-14-12. He got the woe boy for the first time this year for him um, and his fourth triple-double. You know, you just hear the Nuggets talk about Jokic after the game, like Gary Harris was quoted as saying, when he is aggressive, it just opens up everything for everybody else. He's that important, no doubt. Versus the Knicks, he sort of took over that one. He scored 11 of his 25 in the fourth quarter. He hit some big shots. So both of these wins, again, OKC and the Knicks, I get it. Not the greatest competition in the world, but he got it going a little bit, and this was without Paul Millsap, who missed both these games because he left Thursday night's game with a right quadricep strain. So good on the Nuggets. Mm. Again, maybe a little... A little Sort of bounce back here, especially for especially for the Joker. Well, they'd lost five or six going into that yeah. uh, three game home track. So, and it was, and I think I talked about them last week, and starting to get a little concerned about them. Yeah. And so, their last three wins have been Portland, OKC, New York. But that's what they have to do to yeah. like get those wins, get back on track, and and get Jokic uh, just to show a little more enthusiasm to be out on the court. And I think he definitely has shown that. They had some uh, funny highlights too. The Nuggets <laughs> over the weekend. You had like. You had Joel Murray going off the backboard to himself. Yeah. Very, very nice. And uh, he was stuck. It was the perfect play and finish it. You had Will Barton going off Jokic's back on Sunday because he got caught. Big old back. I know. It's a perfect big old target <laughs> hit off, eh? Big back. Ball just drops off that back. Uh, and then they ended up, it, the, the ball found its way to Jamal Murray, hit like a step back three. And Jokic had some crazy plays too. Just a, a wild, entertaining uh, Nuggets weekend. Felt like he was spinning a lot. I felt like there was so many Jokic post moves where he was spinning, which was good to see when people talk about him being aggressive. It's the things like running down to the block as fast yeah. as you can, beating guys down the court on a fast break and just setting up under the hoop. He's got that big old back. Use it. I saw Rebecca Harlow, Knicks reporter, tweet this um, before Sunday's game against the Denver Nuggets in Denver where the altitude is tough. She tweeted, Knicks have added beet juice to combat altitude. Here's why. Drinking beetroot juice increases plasma nitrate levels and boosts physical performance. Mm. The more you know. So people in the fourth quarter when the Knicks were up over the Nuggets, oh, it's working. The beet juice is working. They're going to do it. And they almost won thanks to that beet juice. That was a close game. Big uh, beet juice fans here? I do love a beet. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, I Very like the beet juice, yeah. You like the juice or do you, yeah. do you like eating beets uh, as well? Yeah, yeah. See, in Australia, we put beets, beetroots on hamburgers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beet burger. Yeah. There's a great joke, too. What's the difference between a beetroot and an egg? I don't know. You can beat an egg, but you can't beat a root. 
Sorry, did you our say a great joke? Australia, <laughs> our Australian <laughs> listeners will love that. Because yeah. Root has a different yeah. meaning uh, in Australia. Yeah. That is yeah. joke language. Yeah. language. You know what, JD, do you want to take that back? Was it a good joke? <laughs> I mean, it was better. It was fine. Yeah. All right, so those are our oh, winners but of you the can't beat a Root. You can't beat a Root. No, you can't. It's the best thing. Maybe I'm getting my uh, my sexual dictionary wrong. <laughs> I think R- you roots are. just having sex. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't beat a root. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, those are our what about a dry root? the weekend. Well, you can <laughs> beat a dry root. <laughs> well, okay, you can beat a root. <laughs> well, that's a dry one. Well, it's still root. <laughs> Send us your winners. Uh, tweet at us, hashtag no dunks or at no dunks inc. We'll get to losers of the weekend in a second, but first word from one of our sponsors. We talk about physical fitness a lot, but there's another side to the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. Fit body, fit mind. With Calm, you can have access to the nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain on leaves, extended mix, nearly an hour and a half of rain falling on leaves. But there's much more, like sleep stories, which are read by celebs like Nick Offerman and Matthew McConaughey. Yes, Matthew McConaughey can read you to bed every single night for a limited time our listeners can join lebron in using calm with a 40 percent discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash no dunks unlock content to help you focus ease stress and sleep better get started at calm.com slash no dunks that's calm.com slash no dunks all right, all right, all right. Let's go to bed. Uh, time for losers of the NBA weekend. There is an obvious one. We had slipped it in there. Lee, you did when we were talking about the Bucks' upcoming schedule. Task got it. It has to be the unfortunate news with Luka Doncic. It is, for sure. He went down with that ankle injury early Saturday night against the Miami Heat. Very, very early. I was impressed. I was watching the Mavericks broadcast of this game live. I thought Mark Falwell, Derek Harper, and Jeff Skinway did a great job of not crying on the broadcast. <laughs> I mean, that's their season. If he goes down with an injury, he left. Yeah. He limped off. Although Jeff Skinway, during commercials, he did tweet, kill me. And then with, <laughs> with Luca ankle turn, I've lost my passion for sports. Too extreme? No. I don't think that's too extreme. But on the broadcast, they were quite professional. And it's only two weeks, hopefully. Yeah. It is an ankle injury. Doesn't seem X-rays are negative, so it doesn't seem like anything else is affected. No knee injury. Nothing upwards. No avulsion happening there. <laughs> uh, NBA TV obviously suffers because the Bucks looking to win their 19th straight Monday night, yeah. as you mentioned, Lee, against the Mavericks. But the Bucks can't take the Mavs lightly. Uh-uh. The Mavs fought back hard in this game without Luka against the Miami Heat on Saturday. And they'll give the Bucks a little run uh, on Monday night. They, they've got a next man up mentality, as they say in they the got, sports world. They got great point guards off the mm. bench. I mean, I mean, there is Delon Wright, and then there's Brunson, and then Jay there's yeah. JJ if he gets some burn. Like, yeah, they're going to be they're going to need like Porzingis to really start catching fire here. He's going to have to be the leader of the team without Luca. Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to have to keep knocking down. This could threes. be good though for uh, Porzingis in that role. Maybe. Yeah, gets a chance. He gets a chance. Uh, but I mean, their schedule is crazy tough though mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. for like this. What you said, it's in Milwaukee tonight. Then yep. they they're at home to Boston. Then they're on the road in Philly. Then they're on the road in Toronto. I mean, that's like, and if you include the Heat loss, the overtime loss where they did fight and made it close, 
That's like five of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. That mm. is the five best teams in the Eastern Conference. That's not going to be easy. That was not going to be easy with Luka or without Luka. But you're right. Maybe we, we see something different here from KP. Uh, if it is only two weeks, then uh, that certainly doesn't uh, correlate with what the eye test showed when it actually happened Ooh. there. Ooh. It looked worse. It looked high, right? Yes. Yeah, he grabbed high. At yeah, it. that is never good. Yeah, the so spring, but if it is only two, we'll we'll take that. I think as NBA fans. Fair enough. All right. Who else? Who you got for loser of the weekend? Well, I'm going with uh, unfortunately the New Orleans Pelicans. I think the wheels have finally come off. Uh, Twelve in a row losses. That is, Alvin Gentry got thrown out yesterday in the loss at home to the Orlando Magic, and obviously the season got off to a rocky start. There was Zion out, but that doesn't really save them from the fact that they just look awful at both ends right now and you know whatever you know there was a lot of hope coming in that maybe Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram's been good and and a few of these other guys might just um, have a good season and and be able to keep them afloat while Zion was out but that uh, is not the case Uh, the Pelicans are now just I mean second worst record is it uh, uh, six and yeah. 21 yeah it, it is weird to see like the worst teams in the league yeah. and you're like okay the warriors yeah they're missing everybody okay the knicks yeah they're the knicks and then you're like well pelicans are six and 21 yeah. it's like what's going yeah. on there and they're starting to be I mean, the Cavs are bad too but and so are the hawks I guess, speculation but. about alvin gentry's job I, again i think he survives this season i think because he has some history there with dave griffin as well from their phoenix days and I think, you know, he has that little built-in excuse there of losing Zion. And, and maybe we see Zion, maybe we don't. But really, it's gone uh, a lot worse than they could have possibly imagined when Zion went down. And um, yeah, the, yeah. The, and the real question is, does this have any effect on Zion really truly coming back? Oh, I think it does, yeah. yeah. I, they say it doesn't. I yeah. mean, Griff is basically on record saying he's, he's going to play. Yeah. He's going to come back and play. I imagine it would be worse for Alvin Gentry if Zion never comes back. Because uh, if he comes back, maybe then he at least gets a chance to, to run out the sort of full squad of the Pelicans and at least uh, see what's happening with Zion in the lineup. But if they decide, yeah, we're going to sit him down, we'll bring him back next year, I could see him moving on from Alvin Gentry during the season because the results haven't been there. They've had one 500 season since he took over, and he was mm-hmm. kind of the most sought-after coach when that happened. Yeah, there is history between Griff and Gentry from Phoenix, but GMs also like to put their own guy there. Yeah. and. Gentry's not his guy right now. Yeah. Okay, it's Pelicans. That's a tough one. Tough, tough season so far for the Pelicans fans. Who you got, Trey? Deion Waiters. <laughs> oh, boy. What? Yeah. He? he just uh, he was a nominee for Worst of the Week. Worst of Friday. the Week Friday. Right. He was suspended. The Heat said it was for failure to adhere to team policies, violation of team rules, and continued insubordination. Right. Okay. We said, doesn't sound good. We'll see what happens. We <laughs> found out what it was. Ethan Skolnick of the Five Reasons Sports Network reported that a large part of the reason Dion Waiters was suspended was because he posted a picture of himself on Instagram on a boat when he was supposed to be sick. Come on, buddy. If you've ever skipped anything, the first rule of skipping things, leave your phone alone. Yeah. Remember the time we went to Canada's Wonderland? Everybody agreed. We're taking time. We're taking a day off. Everybody leave your phone in the car. Our friend Daryl said, I got to bring my phone. Stayed off his phone, but he needed to be able to answer some emails. And then we went to the top of the Leviathan, and the phone (laughs) slipped (laughs) from his pocket and crashed to the ground, unveiling the ruse of skipping work. You cannot take your phone with you if you're going to be out on a boat partying when you're supposed to be sick. That being said, this is now three suspensions for Dion Waiters, zero games played, and two of them have come on forms of transportation. So, J.D., please give me the top five music. Top five, top five, top five. 
top by 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 these are your top five Dion Waiters transportation suspensions. At number five, he was fake sick on a boat. Maybe he was real seasick. I don't know. I assume he was sick before he went to the boat. Number four, gummies on a plane. Hmm. A tough one. <laughs> Who hasn't freaked out having gummies on a plane? So let's finish out the top five. At number three, gets into a skirmish on a train. Maybe the conductor says, let me see your ticket. He doesn't have a ticket. Next thing you know, he's fighting with this guy. Somebody blasted on Instagram. Doesn't look good for the heat. Doesn't look good for Dion Waiters. At number two, sprains his ankle falling off an electric scooter. Mm. Shout out to Monte Ellis. That once happened to him, but the number one reason Dion Waiters would be suspended for some mode of transportation. Fart in a car on a road trip. <laughs> Terrible. And denying it or owning up to it or... Either way. Yeah. He would lock the windows. Crash. Yeah. Mm. But uh, it's not good for Dion Waiters. Uh, the Heat are now apparently doing whatever they can to get rid of him. It might just be waving him because, according to Ethan Skolnick, there is zero interest in trading for Dion Waiters. Zip. Wow. The quote was zip. That's what NBA teams think of Dion Waiters at this point. He might be done. We might never see Dion Waiters on the court wow. again. Wow. What a waste of talent. <laughs> That'd be wild. I just remember J.R. Smith is still sort of, I guess, out there, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, if J.R. Smith isn't going anywhere. I mean, like, are people, I guess what I was thinking, would teams actually want J.R. Smith more than Deion Waiters? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Had to yeah. yeah. I think they might, too. I think he, Ooh, that's rough. He's got the uh, the touch of championship success with LeBron yeah. James. Yeah. You know, so yeah, he's got that going for him. <laughs> I, I do like the fact that Instagram sleuthing Prove fruitful, though, you know, True. because it, it feels good to go on Instagram and try and figure things out. I do enjoy that process. So it kind of feels it feels like it was rewarded. Yeah, but he's he's put his account private now. I can't find the photo that he's <laughs> allegedly put up. Yeah, there. He apparently wiped it. But I was like, you, yeah, I was going I was trying to search everything yeah. I can to find Dion Waiters on a boat. And there are so many pictures of Dion Waiters hanging out on a boat, yeah. but none specifically oh. for this one. I guess he does live in Miami. So yeah. the boats are. Plentiful down there. I can't believe but, someone uh, someone didn't just screen cap it though and uh, NBA Reddit. Let's check it out. Throw a hashtag TBT on there. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, this must have been two weeks ago. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, nice workaround. Just always yeah, <laughs> hashtag TBT. What are you talking about? That wasn't nah, recently. Nah, nah. Uh, I had a transportation mishap um, with an electric scooter last night. Yeah. Because uh, as I said, I was down at the Hawks game. You know, the the game lets out. There's thousands of people trying to get sometimes a, an Uber or a Lyft home. I mean, I, I, t- I had taken the Marta, I had taken the subway there. I was like, I didn't want to take it back. I was like, okay, I'll probably grab like a ride-sharing service. But it's packed. Like, it's just a madness, right? So you're going to be there for so long. So I was like, huh, yeah, let me just jump on a scooter. It was a nice night. It was a balmy night. Sure. Well, I'll do that. I've done that before. So I took the, I took the Uber version of the scooter, the mm. jump uh, there's obviously like five different services here in Atlanta, at least. Um, you got the birds and you got the limes or whatever. I, I took the uh, jump one from Uber. So I take it. No problem. Great ride. Get home. There's no one on the street once I got over to uh, like our neck of the woods. So it was perfect. I get to my gate and, you know, I go to lock it. I get off it. I put the kickstand up. But my phone, my app won't let me lock the bike. So I'm like, what the hell do I do now? So I like what I should have done because I thought about it. I was like, well, all right. Maybe I should bring it into my property behind the gate because mm-hmm. at the very least, if it doesn't lock, it's there maybe and it's less likely to be used. I was like, oh, 
in my head, I was like, it'll probably just lock a minute or two after no one's on it. I just thought that for some reason. So I leave it. Flash forward to this morning. Check my email. Uh, hope you enjoyed your jump e-scooter ride. Uh, your fee, $55. <laughs> so I click on it. I'm like, oh, crap. What, what I thought was going to happen happened because I left it outside the gate. Someone, I don't know how long after I got off it, but someone jumped on it and you could see the map. Like you could see my ride to home and then you could see this ride that this guy or woman, whoever had this ride, maybe it was multiple people. They took it everywhere in Atlanta. 55 bucks. That's a lot. Like, yeah. a lot of scooting. They put some yeah. crazy miles on this thing. And, uh, and so I wrote them. No problem. I wrote Uber. I said, look, I couldn't lock the damn thing. So someone obviously jumped on it because yeah. the light stays on it too. So it's probably more like someone walking by. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'll jump on ride. that. Free ride. Anyway, got the money back. Cool story, bro. But <laughs> quite the mishap, wasn't it? When you write the jump with a, a troubleshooting issue, does Rachel Nichols email you back? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rach. <laughs> well played. All right. Uh, I've got a few loser of the weekend. So just some mini ones here. Hornets Bulls. You see that final score from the weekend? 83 to 73. We were out on Friday night. I was with Trey. We were at a friend's house. Shout out to Larry Luke. Seeing his little Leo. Yeah, the newborn son. And we were coming back from his house. You know, it wasn't super late, but I'm, like, checking the scores. And I'm like, what the hell? 83, 73 says final score. I was like, there's no way that can be true. I was like, that's got to be, you know, sometimes the app doesn't work. I think I was on the score app. Shout out to the score app. Shout out to Joe Ross. And uh, it wasn't... He doesn't work there anymore. Oh, okay. Well, he, he, he appreciates that show. I know he listens. That's why the score messed up, because he doesn't work there. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, it wasn't. It was right. It wasn't the score. It wasn't NBA's app. It was totally fine. It was 83 to 73. That was the lowest offensive output of the season for both teams, obviously. Uh, the Bulls was the lowest of the NBA season. 73 points. Charlotte shot 38% from the floor, and the Bulls were even worse. They shot 30%. And then... Oh, my God. Boylan was trying to spin it after the game. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we were working on some things. Defense was pretty good out there. Happy with the defense. I laughed so hard at this quote from Biombo, though. I think he said it with a straight face. We had probably one of our best rebounding games. <laughs> yeah, no sh- you did because there was a million misses. Somebody had to grab boards and a bunch of them. Oh, my God. Uh, so that was just brutal. But kudos to the Bulls for bouncing mm. back on Saturday against the Clippers. They did get a nice win there. So Yeah, and kudos to the Golden State Warriors for scoring 79 points yeah. on Sunday. So it doesn't necessarily look as bad. Uh, but, man, 73. 83. What year is this? Well, Zach Levine had 49 himself the last time these two teams oh. played. <laughs> that is something else to see a score like that yeah. right in 2019. That is like a – I mean, I was tweeting about it and people were joking like, what is this, you know, 19 19- – 94, like yeah. Bulls, Knicks going on here. Like, Pat Riley must be loving this type of thing. Um, it's funny you said the Warriors, my other loser of the weekend, Draymond Green. Now, coming in here, I was convinced that Kevin Knox was going to have, like, the whoopsie of the weekend. Remember those guys? Remember the whoopsies mm, uh, of the yeah. weekend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Knox basically dunked on his own net by, you know, by accident. He's going for the rebound, but it looked funny. It looked like he literally just <laughs> threw it back home. But Draymond Green one-upped him. Green threw an alley-oop off the backboard to no one. No one on Sunday. It was second quarter, he had the ball on the break. He really should have attacked the rim. I mean, it was Corey Joseph trying to get back. Green had a layup. I mean, he could have gone in. But for some reason, he decides to go like pure house of highlights here. And he just chucks the ball off the backboard to, I guess, 
his trailing teammate, Glenn Robinson III, I mean, he's the closest. He sort of jumps, but it's nowhere near him, and there's like two other guys in the way. Yeah, that would have been, I mean, it would have been an all-time highlight if somehow (laughs) Glenn Robinson got over both of those guys for the dunk, but uh, I felt like Draymond had about two steps on the defender to get a layup. He did, he did. I I mean, yeah, maybe he saw, like, out of the corner of his eyes, like, that's Glenn Robinson the third. That's a that's a slam dunk champion winner right there. All he did in the dunk contest was dunk over, yeah, jump over right. people. That's right. I think that's uh, what he thought. He did make House of Highlights still. So. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. He's still that's it. You get on there, whether it's super cool or super awful. You got on the super awful this time. Kings crushed the Warriors 179. Yeah. Uh, despite Sacramento turning the ball over 29 times. And they still won 100 to 79. What was going on this weekend? Mm. Uh, but Draymond, man, I was just, that is a guy we have not talked about at all. Mm-hmm. He's averaging 9, 6, and 6. He's shooting 41% from the floor and 26.5% from three. I mean, look, there's a reason, of course, why we're not talking about him at all, but wow. <laughs> but he is. Uh, oh, did he get that extension? <laughs> mm. he yeah. Ah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He got paid, man. I know, I know, I know. I, I thought uh, I thought they hadn't agreed it, but yeah. Turns out he does need superstars around yes. him to make him look a little bit better. I, I mean, look, I, he's still a great player. I, I would still want him on my team, but I mean, yeah. Not the situation he for him. A, no. He's a great playmaker when he is the third playmaker on a team, but when they're running him out there, sometimes it feels like as point guard. Yeah. That's how you're getting 79 points. I Do you guys think that James Harden will outscore the Bulls at some point? 73 right now is the low watermark. Yeah. 79 is pretty close. Harden, I mean, is it more likely that a team scores fewer than 73 or that Harden scores more than 73? Oh, my God. Harden. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that's more likely. I think it's way harder to score less than 73. <laughs> I mean, Harden just had a weekend or whatever. 54. Two back-to-backs, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, 50-pluses. Yeah. Yeah, put me down for uh, Harden more likely scoring 73 or more. <laughs> that'd, be, oh, that'd be crazy. But I'm 100% convinced the three-point you know, record for maids in a game is being broken this year. I don't see how it can the be. The Clay Thompson one, you yeah. Mean, yeah, 14, yeah. yeah how, like we've had, like you were saying, yeah. like, we've had so many Everyone guys at 10. 9, 10, like 11, whatever. feels like every second game somebody's doing that. So there are our losers of the weekend. Again, tweet at us, hashtag no dunks, if we miss one. You, you brought up uh, quick skeets. The, mm-hmm. the Draymond Green, he's not doing a lot of scoring. Eric Kareen of The Athletic came out with a, a new stat this weekend. It's called the Gasol because Marc Gasol – He's not doing a lot of scoring either, but he impacts the game yeah. in a heck of a lot of ways. The Gasol is when a player records at least five boards and five assists in a game, but shoots four or fewer field goal <laughs> attempts. It's tougher than you think. Only 12 Gasols have been recorded throughout the league this year. It doesn't happen very often, but Draymond Green... He's got a couple? Or he, is, he is the active leader throughout oh. his career with 23. <laughs> He's trying to catch Dennis Rodman, who would be... Oh, uh, how many has he got? Dennis Rodman's second all-time. He's only got 34. Um, the assists, I would guess, yeah. are the, the problem for him. Yeah, I and guess who, so. Who's number one? I'm, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. That's, I should, probably should have had that in the whole series. I think it might be Nate McMillan. <laughs> Sweet. Wow, really? He recorded 54 career goals. Yeah, it looks like 20 more than any other player. Yeah. So you're telling me Nate McMillan had 54 games where he had at least five boards, at least five assists, but didn't shoot the ball four times? 100% as Holy a point guard. Wow, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. And he wasn't a terrible shooter, right? <laughs> See, he's a real point guard. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. The Gasol. Let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. 
The tweet of the night is essentially the advice Raptors head coach Nick Nurse received from the legend Phil Jackson when he took over for Dwayne Casey in the summer of 2018. That summer, Nurse spent some time with Jackson at Phil's home in Montana. So here's a, a cool story okay. uh, as transcribed by uh, Chris O'Leary of, of Raptors.com what, or how uh, Nick Nurse described his stay in Montana. The three days, it was breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then talking late into the night. Finally, on the last dinner, we were sitting in these rocking chairs, and outside he says, I want to leave you with two things before you go. So this is his nurse reciting Phil's uh, advice for him. The first one, he said, don't underestimate the basketball gods. You've been hired to make the decisions that are best for the team at all times. The second thing is I want you to imagine you've got a sword. One end is sharp, and you're going to have to prod these guys. You're going to have to get on, get on guys' asses. You're going to have to push them. You're going to have to make them play. You're going to have to get them to guard. You're going to have to get them to do all that stuff. But every now and then, I want you to turn that sword around and look at the handle. And that handle is going to represent compassion, that you understand where they come from and what they're going through. It's a good thing to keep in mind. That's the tweet of the night from Chris O'Leary. <laughs> the, third, the third thing Phil Jackson said was, come on, man, puff, puff, pass. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. man. Let's get Jeez. it on. Turn that sword around on yourself. <laughs> what are you saying to me? Oh, that's deep. That's deep. So Nurse was there, eh, in Montana, three days. I guess. Yeah, I guess out. it was a little bit of a coach summit. That's pretty cool. Just hanging out. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. cool. Sword summit. I uh, just another Raptors-related little news item I saw from the weekend. Serge Ibaka has like a new documentary out on on his unbelievable story coming from where he came from, making the NBA, becoming a champion, and uh, I guess at the Q and A, I believe it's up in Toronto. He, uh, someone asked him, must have asked him about Kawhi's shot, like the four bouncer. And Serge talked about how he nearly was like, and I never really thought about this, but he was like, yeah, I nearly jumped up and was going to like try and tip it in. Mm. Or I would have tried to have tipped it <laughs> in. And he's like, I sort of just didn't, you know, I didn't try. I was like, wow, that's sort of wild to think about. Yeah. Because, <laughs> it, it, sure, yeah. opportunities. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, I guess the buzzer was going off, but in that moment, you're just like, yeah. Once it hits that bounce and doesn't go directly in, yeah, I know. And you're just yeah, you're you know, conditioned you're to sort yeah. of do yeah. that, yeah. What well, crazy what if? No doubt. All right, I love it. Pick'em results presented by Cash App. This segment is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is the easiest way to send money to your friends. By the way, if you want to send me money, my cash tag is Gaylord Menendez. So please feel free. Uh, the money will go to good use, I promise. Uh, but Cash App does way more than that. Cash App is also the easiest way to try to grow your money with the new investment feature. Unlike investing tools that force you to buy entire shares of stock, Cash App lets you instantly invest as little or as much as you want. This way, you can still own a piece of any stock with just $1. Brokerage services are provided by Cash App Investing, a subsidiary of Square and member SIPC. We're also very excited to be working with Cash App to support one of our favorite organizations, the ACLU. When you sign up for Cash App and use the promo code NODUNKS, that's one word, not only will you receive $10, but Cash App will also donate $10 to the ACLU. Don't forget, promo code NODUNKS, one word, when you download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today. Friday night's Pick'em Results. It was the Warriors-Jazz game, if you remember. The Jazz were favored by 13 and a half. Had to win by 14 or more. Big blowout. 
and they did not. The Warriors covered. I needed that win. Tass also picked up the win. Trey and Lee took the L's. Here are the uh, December leaderboard, I guess if you want to call it that. Lee, you're seven and three still. You're good. Tass coming up second, six and four now. Trey, four and six. You are a bit of a slide. You Ooh, started rough hot. Week, rough week. Um, and I'm three and seven, so I'm even worse. But I'm only a game behind Trey, so things are getting a little closer. You know, this will, for the most, we're going to be having a week off in Christmas, so we're going to lose a bunch of games there to bet on. Mm-hmm. So we got about a week left. I know we're back before the new year, but what's our game tonight? Portland Trailblazers visiting the Phoenix Suns tonight. Mm-hmm. Portland's cooled off a bit. Five and five in their last ten. And our friends, the Phoenix Suns, also a little cool. Yeah, Not so bad. sunny out yeah, there in Phoenix yeah. right now. They've lost four of six. Basically a coin flip, but the Suns are favored by 1.5 at home. Who you got? Ugh, Suns coming off that trip to Mexico City. Yeah, but they played on Saturday. Oh, oh, man, they oh, they man. gotta have the avocado hangover, yeah. will they? <laughs> it's in Phoenix, he said. Uh, oh boy, I'm gonna go Portland. I'm going Portland to win this game. That's a, that's that's one they got to sort of go and get to help their playoff chances here. These are going to be the teams that they're going to be battling with. So yeah, they're get, sitting at ten Portland. and sixteen. Yeah, they're they're surprisingly at ten and sixteen, only a game and a half back of eighth <laughs> yeah. because uh, seventh and eighth are uh, sub five hundred teams. I got Blazers. I haven't played yet either of these two teams. Mm-mm. Oh, you needed that. You needed that well, for your decision. It's well, nice. It helps. It helps. Nice to have. Go ahead. Thinking. <laughs> man's no. thinking. He's just realigning his butt in the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nonstop. I, nonstop. How long do you think up. the flight is from Mexico City to Phoenix? It's probably not. An hour? Two and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Oh, well, I thought it was shorter. Well, I guess Mexico, it's a far yeah. western uh, maybe, travel. Maybe, maybe the, yeah, uh, the time change is yeah. in there. Yeah. So maybe it's two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, have they recovered from that two and a half hour flight on Saturday? <laughs> Not to I need the to jet know, lag. How far is the flight from Portland to Phoenix? Portland oh, to Phoenix. that's probably. They're traveling as well? Two and a half. Two and a half hours. Oh, man, that's even me, two? But do you lose three. an hour as three. well on mountain time? They're on mountain time. Oh, my God. No, make a they pick. are Western Nobody time. cares. <laughs> uh, I'll go uh, with the Blazers. Yeah, I've gone Blazers too. I, I have more faith in Lilith. How long would it take you to ride? Uh, an e-bike from Portland <laughs> to Phoenix, <laughs> fifty-five hours. They go about uh, they, my, the one I was on last night gets up to fifteen miles per hour. Fifteen point five, oh, I think. I was what, topping the, out. The criminals in Atlanta are pretty fit, aren't they? They're ri- if they're riding at fifteen miles an hour for fifty-five dollars worth on a bike, fit. Why would they what do you mean fit? fit? Fit like healthy, you know, like why? Just just stand around. on a yeah, bike. Stand. No, I'm just, but isn't it what? what it's not, a, it's not a foot pedal. Ah, it's not a, it's ah, right, right, right. I thought it was like a, a pedal. A regular an scooter? scooter. Yeah. You hold ah. the button down. Ah. It drives you, basically. Oh, ah, right. Well, they're not that fit. Who <laughs> <laughs> was your pick, man? You got Blazers. Blazers. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I got the sun. <laughs> All right, there we go. Chas Swervin, he's got Phoenix at home. They got to win by two points or more. Everybody else has the Blazers. <laughs> okay, guys. It's going to be a wild week here in the oh, No Dunks man. office. Let me tell you that. We got a lot of podcasts we're going to be pumping out this week because we want to bank a few for the Christmas week. We are taking off a week, but we'll have some podcasts up, so don't you worry about that. We got The Daily Show all week this long, though. Thanks for joining us today. If you're not a member of The Athletic, come on. Now is the perfect time to get in the game, or better yet, give it as a Christmas gift. 40% off your subscription today. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, 
Christmas season, it's very, very busy. It's hectic. You might have to grab some fast food. But if you do, ride an e-scooter home and you'll be <laughs> fit to go. Embrace the day, people. 